Welcome to this episode of Raisin Bread Talk. Ben here. I feel it necessary to give our listening audience a fair heads up. The initial bit of this episode for about the first five minutes is very visual because it's all talk and jokes about a video clip of me on New Year's Eve, which can be found on our YouTube channel. So be sure to check it out. You'll definitely know which one it is. It's one of the shorts in order to get the first five minutes of material in this episode. And on that note, coming up on this episode of Raisin Bread Talk, Baz and I delve into the topic of cancel culture. We discuss things such as how it started, why it started, Baz's own personal experience with being cancelled, and current events like the Andrew Tate and Alex Jones stories. Among other things, of course. Enjoy. I I jokingly I jokingly refer to this episode as hot from the oven. settings. <laughs> <laughs> well, we discuss topics that are dried out just like raisins. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we just like to we just like to it, we just like to to stay on topic. Oh, this you know? one's going to need a uh, brutal level of editing. <laughs> she gets in the car she says buckle up buckaroos and then run someone over oh my god every single time this, this, this is all for it. this whoa this is all for this holy oh f- you man yeah yeah tyler just, have you seen this sure have you seen this just make sure we're recording yeah No, 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 don't spoil it. Don't a fr- spoil no, it. it was a friend of mine. I sent it to Baz. Here we go. Here we go. Wait for it if you're watching this. I've oh, watched man. that clip 300 times since he sent it to me, which was what? Two days ago? Friday? Or when was it? Monday? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime I've watched that clip. I watched that clip so, so many times. Uh, and it's the best thing I've seen all summer, um, all spring. <laughs> All summer. winter, uh, for future, all future, all past. Because there's so much in that video that's just like you, Ben. It's um, there's a defiance, which is natural to you, of course. And uh, there's the politeness. It's simultaneous politeness, defiance, and just uh, you know, uh, an acceptance of oneself, uh, an acceptance so comfortable it teeters between admirable and uh disrespectful you know what i mean to just everyone around you and uh no you're right look it's it's one of it's like i feel like it's the 21st century equivalent like one of monet's visions of his Mm -hmm. of his Mm -hmm. lily ponds like because it depends Mm -hmm. like you say depending on how you're seeing it you can infer defiance because the party's still going on but i've decided to check out 
you can infer uh, politeness, as you say, because look, I'm not interrupting anyone else's night. No. I'm not even sleeping in an obnoxious position. No. You've decided. I'm clearly not. I'm not snoring to disturb anyone's conversation. Nope. Nope. I'm not vomiting. Nope. You've simply. (laughs) You've simply decided the night has come and so too shall i come to an end right this is this is done now this is yeah. this is look I've, yeah. I've 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 had my fun right this is great like look you guys want to carry on you carry on carry somehow, on somehow i am going to sleep through i'm gonna say 11 it, people yep having a full-blown conversation at i'm least. pretty sure someone brought in a speaker Yep. So somebody's playing music in that right. clip. They were. And I'm and and I'm sitting there like, no, man, I'm I'm good. I'm <laughs> Tyler has you. to get this. Tyler yeah. has to get the sound in the edit because it's deafening. It's deafening. Oh my god. It's deafening. <laughs> it's, deafening. it's deafening. And 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 it, and it's like and it's like and it, like I think Ben told me this. It's like it's like a Scorsese film. Right, it's not about what's. It, what did you say, Ben? It's not about what's it's not inside Scorsese because there's a Scorsese yeah. quote, which is it's about what's in the frame and what's not in the frame. And so, like in the beginning, you don't know. It's just why is this a collection of people, right? Indiscriminate, unnameable, unidentifiable of all people. races, of all backgrounds. Yeah. Oh, beautiful cross section of, of right. It's like a Benetton ad. Britain. Love yeah. that. Love yeah. that. Yeah, and then um, you don't know. You're sitting there going, "Why? Why? So many innocuous people having a New Year's party, right. just having a good time. This is not a remarkable piece of footage." Oh, wait, Div. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I watched that on the, the slow pan. <laughs> gone. No, go on, go on, go on. I was going to say, cue the slow pan to the slumbering man yeah. who has decided like that. I really worry though, that that's going to set the precedent for my 2023. Just if that, if we extrapolate that evening out to the year round about September, I'm, I'm done. I'll come check it out. I mean, do we really need to wait that long? I feel like you're, just, <laughs> you're settling in to dad with no children, uh, which is a role I'm highly right. familiar with. What I love about it too is your clothing's perfect whilst you're sleeping. <laughs> your clothing is not a single <laughs> goddamn cre- wrinkle. No yeah. <laughs> Like just perfectly lying down. Just <laughs> it's it's breathtaking and upsetting. <laughs> like it's really it's a it's a lot. I've watched this. Uh, before I've gone to bed, I've watched it on the toilet. I've watched it. Um, <laughs> I've watched it. The other thing is, but there's so much commotion that I'm slightly alarmed at the fact that nobody checked to see if I was breathing. <laughs> because there, there's there's so much going on. There's so much ambient noise that no They're normal human. themselves. You're right. There's no, no normal human would sleep through all of that. What was going so, through my mind was are you laying on a bed yeah so is everyone just partying in someone's bedroom like you guys can't use a full house literally so at that point because this is this is well past new year we've done the celebration this is well past new year so everyone's sort of broken off into wait, 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 wait. what time is this the... tell him what time this is i think it's i think it's about i don't really remember <laughs> would you believe 
But it's, <laughs> I, I think, I think it's about half three, four o'clock in the morning at this point, and I'm just there, like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I've, 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 I've had, I've New Year, this New Year, I'm good. <laughs> And then, and by that point in the night, like everyone's kind of split up around the house. Everyone's kind of gone to different points. Like I'm frankly, thankfully, or really frankly, I should count my lucky stars that no one is trying to use that bedroom to copulate while I'm in it. Mm-hmm. It's nice that it's just people chatting with a bit you of music copulate. playing. Like, this English fuck. Yeah, no, go on. You just say Oh look! I used the word so he didn't have no to censor one tried it. And you to cop- ruined it. No, no that's, that's true. That's true. No, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Go on. Go on. This and is a the- family show, right? <laughs> right. Good night. <laughs> just, just. It's really, it's really like I feel like like if if you get ma- when you get married, you should right. show this. In like the clips that everyone, you know how everybody does like a clip thing, right? Right. That has to be in there. But like the the thing is, but I if I was if I was her, if I I'd be fucking terrified because I'd be like, you're 27 years old. This happens to 65 year olds. Only in body. Only in body. You are not 27 <laughs> years old. In spirit, I have never met anyone more cantankerous, more upset. You remind me, because, like, I love hip-hop, right? And, like, all these young hip-hop artists, especially SoundCloud artists, are always talking about how sad they are. I'm like, nigga, why the fuck are you talking about? you 22 and a millionaire. Like, what are you talking about? Talk about bitches. Talk about party. Like, you're 22, and you have a diamond encrusted in your forehead. Like, worth 100. (laughs) Like, what is there to be... You having dudes flexing differently these days, right? Yeah, well, you know, that's that's. I don't. I forget. I think it's little Uzi. Tyler, you're you're you're. You know what's cool? Oh, that's wait cool. a minute. Sorry, I thought you were saying that as a joke. Someone's actually literally got a diamond he had it. Yeah, put a big old yeah. diamond on his forehead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. In that case, I rescind the joke about the bindi spot. Sorry, Hindus. The, that's very um, funny. No, that is still very funny. <laughs> what? What? Wait, sorry, we're talking like full, sorry, wait, 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 sorry, sorry, Hindus, says Englishman, uh, just, just a, <laughs> like, I feel like, yeah, if, you know, big up, big up Rishi Sunak, um, I feel like we're 200 years, no, that's true, you did make it up to First them. Hindu prime minister in British history. That's true, not um, a hip hop artist, though, and he shot no one in the leg, I don't think, no Uzi has ever. shot someone in the leg, did he? Uzi? I don't know I'm asking. Oh, no, Tory. Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes definitely shot oh, Tory somebody. Tory Lanes. Okay. Current yeah, t- events, fresh out the oven. Got you. Yes. Tory yeah. Lanes. You did really great with that one, Ben. You really, I'm really yeah. proud of you. Uh, yeah. As no, you I'd... can tell, I'm big on what Tory Lanes is getting up to. Huge. Listen. I mean, a... bearing in mind, in my mind, Tory Lanes' freestyle on Aiden Ross is still current. You have to understand that you have friends who are niggas now. And what that means uh, is that you are going to have to become aware of what news is or isn't important. Now, now, before, just you lived a niggalist existence, and now, (laughs) and now, and now, everywhere you look, there's black people around you. I noticed this when we were in a room the other day. I was like, I think Ben's the only white dude. This entire room. Well, that's that's pretty common. That's pretty common. I mean, that that I told you about that time, like um, when I was at uh, 
a university party and I was the only white guy there. And then one of the guys in the room went, how does it feel? Yeah. And I remember being like sort of really put on the spot there because I was like, I yeah. don't know what the right answer is. <laughs> I don't think there is one. I like, mean, anything I say, you're going to weaponize. I felt really powerful. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, we've got him outnumbered. So, you know, if he tries to act out, <laughs> we can just group and remind him who owns who owns this area. No, I mean, uh, Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez was, uh, I think, tried and, and, and guilty of all charges against Meg Thee Stallion. If you don't know what happened, uh, Tory Lanez shot Meg Thee Stallion in the foot. Uh, and for a oh, while, I know who both these people are. You know who Meg the Stallion is, yeah, yeah. You know I who do, Meg yeah. the Stallion is. I do. Qu- questions for later. Uh, yeah. The, so shoots, he shoots Meg the Stallion in the foot. Everyone doesn't believe Meg. Uh, it, the trial gets a little bit weird, a little bit iffy. Uh, but then, uh, then the dude gets uh, try gets found guilty on all charges, uh, which was interesting. Uh, to me, uh, especially since the story kept changing, I don't know why. Uh, like, I don't know. It just like I don't know if, if you're familiar with the court case, but it was all it all seems so cartoonish. Like apparently, before he shot her in the foot, he said "dance, bitch," which that's not a thing someone says. You know what I mean? Like who? I don't know. That's like some Looney Tune character shit. Like who says dance, bitch, and then just starts shooting at somebody's leg, at somebody's feet. But anyways, the point is, it's yeah, it does bl- sound a little. Yeah, you're right. It do, that does sound Looney Tunes. I yeah, mean, it would have been far more on brand if he'd said, "Make it clap." I've got the strap. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What did you just? There we go. <laughs> there, we go. There, there go. There, and thus Ben has exhausted his entire knowledge mm-hmm. of the library of Tory Lanez's bars. Do you wait? Was that a Tory bar? I didn't even know that. That was from that's from the Aiden Ross freestyle, which is an unbelievable freestyle. She make it clap. I got the strap. Yeah. Wait, what is that? Did you just play it? Who played it just now? That I was Tyler? Tyler just no. Tyler did a rendition. Oh, did you play? It? Oh well, well done, Tyler. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, it's a it's a weird thing. Uh, you know, it's uh. I feel bad for the for the kid, but you know, maybe don't shoot shoot people if you know if if uh, if it's true. Yeah, uh, I guess you get what you deserve. Well, like, the it, thing is, we we said it. I said it on the Jeff Charles episode. Um, unusually for a Brit, I am pro Second Amendment. I do love the idea of, of and the responsibility of owning a gun. But maybe one of the good things about being a Brit with this view on guns is it's at least tempered by the fact that nobody around me has a gun. So I wouldn't feel the need to get it out at a social event. Um, I, <laughs> I, and I think if like somebody could easily clip this bit and make it look like I'm talking about my penis, but I'm not, I'm talking about a gun. Um, there's yeah. no need to whip it out. Everyone at a social was event. thinking there's about no your penis. To, there's no need to yeah. point it at people. Yeah. Keep it shit. Mm-hmm. Keep it, you know, you don't even need you don't even need the holster. Like why 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 do you need a gun at a party? Like I don't I don't understand. I know for security, yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff, yeah. But like at a party, really, at a house party, like what was this at a New Year gathering? How long ago was this? Uh I don't I don't remember. I think it was a couple of years ago. You know? I don't know. I, I you know, I, I I I don't know. I don't know if he did it. Uh oh, it was a long time ago. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was going to get off. Was this before? Because bear in mind, I didn't know who the who in God's name Megan the Stallion was. First of all, that just annoys me. Like, cause because if we if we translate that from Shakespearean English, her name is Megan U Stallion, which is just a nightmare. This on is so many levels. I've never hated you more. Go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why have? Why is? Why has this been the thing that's pushed you over the edge? Because because uh, it's just again it's it's just earth shatteringly English. It's just like violently English. Like you didn't have to say that. Uh, I appreciate it, and uh, so do the other nerds. Uh, who are attracted like, to you in the world of in the world of rap okay replacing an s with a z <laughs> or z at least doesn't affect the phonetics of that uh-huh. word yeah like tory lanes for example we know <laughs> that that is pronounced lanes because it's just replaced an s with a z same phonic but adding an extra e to the and then demanding when there is a word spelt with an extra e, the, and then you know it's really amazing you- uh, to know that uh, you know you got laid ever in your life, buddy. Like it's really, like, <laughs> it's like it's like we get it. High school was hard for you. You don't have to make that yeah. our problem. Anyways, the the point is found guilty. A lot of people didn't think he was going to be guilty. I remember watching a thing with that DJ academic saying that he was he wasn't going to be found guilty and that or he was going to be found guilty, but the Internet would find him innocent, which I thought was a really interesting phrase. Um, and it, to me, what's interesting about it is that it kind of plays into this whole thing that's kind of happened in the past year with like figures like Amber Heard and, and you know, the whole sort of Me Too thing and stuff like that. Like, um, I thought this would be. uh maybe me too uh, or the amber heard for but for like black dudes especially with how like shaky the case was but you know like i i guess not i don't know uh yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know what to make of this one um yeah so anyways it's, weird it's taken so long to come to to light like that's really two, two years and i think something like that or something like that I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't know why he carried the strap. I mean, like if you're a black dude in the states, I get you. You know, having a strap, but if you're a rapper, uh, yeah, I don't well, know. Surely this must have been at a private party. Uh, I don't remember. I think they I think they went to like a like a like I think it was like a, a some sort of private party, and then and then they left. I mean, uh, uh, you know. You got these. You're from another country, right? Tory Lanez isn't from the states; he's from Canada. Why would you have a strap on you, right? It makes no sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it if you're a U.S. citizen. I don't get it if you're if you're visiting. They'll look for any excuse to throw you out. Well, right? Trudeau loves. Go- oh no, that's right. No, no that's right. No, and so, I mean, I mean, it's. I think he's going back to Canada, which is better than Mr. Tate. I know Tate's stuck in a prison in Romania. Uh, I guess. Oh, what a segue. Yeah. What a segue. Masterfully done. Listen here, man. I am not, uh, I, I do relatively well for myself. I can buy a flight business class, uh, and find you. So <laughs> if you, if you want to get cheeky, that's fine. Um, but I just want to remind you that I've been working out a lot and, uh, yeah, your time will come. So the uh so yeah no it's he's about doing better than t- tate 
you bitch ass. <laughs> oh yeah, so on to our top story. Andrew Tate got arrested. Have you heard? Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, the thing is, is like I just I feel like sometimes I don't know. Threatening people's life is so easy for me. Um, it's effortless. Uh, no, as, that was better. That was better. No, that was better than a direct threat on one's life. Like right. saying, saying, I, I can find you because yeah. then the mystery is still right. there. The mystery remains. I could kiss you, right, in front of your girl, uh, and and thus cement her her feelings of my being your sugar daddy, um, or uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. What is she? What is she? How much does she hate me? <laughs> no, we, I think about that all that. the time. We can't use that. I think about I'm how much sorry. she hates me constantly. Uh, no, leave that in, Tyler. Uh, no, I th- don't. She... This is the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. She hates me. This is me. not true. She hates me. And that's okay because I get it. Um, you know, I, I would hate me too. Uh, I've, I've taken your attention from her. And uh, you know, who's the, who's this guy, right? This uh, this this strapping young black lad uh, to whisk away. Uh, well, at least you refer to yourself as young. That's good. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> from downtown. Uh, yeah, <laughs> from because <laughs> like, you are you fuck. When you sit there and you go, like, oh yeah, Ben, you know you're 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 so young. I'm only I'm only five years older than you, but you know. God, you're, you're so young. You're from a different time, man. You, you are though. You probably what started off with the iPhone 3GS. Oh wow, <laughs> man, crazy, crazy. Well, time. when I graduated high school, we're both were... 32 pin connector people. Okay, <laughs> that's that era. <laughs> yeah. The point. The point is. The point is. Ben's fiance hates me, and that's okay. Uh, and I've I've found peace with that. Uh, she's not the first white woman I've upset, uh, and nor will she be right. the last. We're not. We're not putting this in. I'm we were putting all now. of it in. Uh, no, no, we're so, not putting so, this in. We, she we, doesn't we, want to I, even be mentioned. I'm joking. I'm joking, okay. fiance. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, I mean, I think here's the thing. Like, like it's been interesting watching what's happening in the world. It's been interesting to watch, especially in terms of like what what goes on in terms of masculinity. The Tory Lanez thing really surprised me. I thought he would be found innocent. Um, especially with all the information that was sort of being leaked to social media and the strange testimonials that were occurring. And then he wasn't. Um, so what's interesting about that is, you know, if, if it's true, yeah, you know, fuck that guy. Don't, you know, don't shoot people in the leg. That's stupid. However, um, as a darkie, I'm very suspicious of the American justice system most times. Not always, but a lot. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know what happened, but, uh, uh that, that case is a, li- a little less clear cut. Mr. Tate, on the other hand, I don't know what the hell is going on with that dude, but that dude is, a, is just always knee deep in shit. And I don't know what it is. Like it starts out with what him tweeting at Greta Thunberg about, you know, what does he, what does he say? Oh, he says like I've, I've my Bugatti Chiron has an eight liter engine. Hilarious. My Ferrari eight twelves have six and a half liter engines, and I've got two of them. If you want a full portfolio of my uh, car's emissions profiles, I'll email them to you. <laughs> what an asshole! And then she then responds with, "She like it's such an own goal from Greta. 
Like all these people saying it's the greatest put down of all time. Like I'm, I'm. It's quick and it's witty and it's 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 funny. No, her like, media certainly. handler is really great. Absolutely, yeah, it, right, exactly. Because because yeah, she's her, retarded, like so she can't think of. Well, if she quickly. if she really is if she really is autistic, she would have actually been sat there going, "Well, I'm looking forward to receiving the emissions profile for this entire." <laughs> like she wouldn't. She wouldn't. <laughs> Shouldn't be coming back, but it's such an it's such an own goal when she says like my email address, email it to my email address, smalldickenergy at getalife dot com. I don't know right, if it's let's, a cell let's phone. explore it's that. Clever. No, let's explore it's that clever. for a hot second. I don't think so. No, but I've... she's gone to a website called getalife dot com. What does that say about you? And then she's chosen her handle as Small Dick Energy. It's such an like it's. It's the bit because I, I saw Tate's response and it was really funny when he when he when he talked about it because he he says like you know thank you for confirm confirming via your email address that you have a small penis that was funny but then he goes like it was the bit where he goes he's talking about her with sitting somewhere in the cold with the heating off to pr- to protect the environment like shivering <laughs> with a little hat <laughs> and it's like you can so imagine. That little, I don't even know what Greta looks like. She looks like some sort of woodland animal, like a friendly one. <laughs> like, she, not like an attacking she, one. What does she look like? She looks like a just, what, what is she? Good God. She's got a weird face, man. I don't have, I don't have anything against Mr. Mr. Miss Thun, Thunberg. Um, she is retarded. And so uh, I can't really make fun of her too much. <laughs> well, she's retarded. It's fine. Well, it's like, uh, no, it's, I, I, but the, the trouble I've got with her is it's like, or it's not even with her, as you say, her handlers, because this is the point, right? Is yeah. The real, she didn't the real write trouble that. is... She didn't write that shit, bro. No. There's but no again, way. the own goals with her, are they come pretty thick and fast. So yeah. like, for example, the whole bit, the whole so she point around her, is exactly he just says it came it, it just comes thick and fast i was like all right well, this, it's fine brilliant go on class of children this mm-hmm. evening yep. but no so it's like 14 the, the trouble with it is like her her handlers keep sir, scoring his own goals sir you said come sir isn't that what you guys isn't that how you guys talk is that what she has to do? Fuck's sake! But then, like, Sir. but it's like because the whole the whole cell around Greta. Why hasn't is... there been an Oliver Twist porn? You know what I mean? Like a pervy <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, That's what? an almighty change in gears. No, no, no we'll what get back to it. But real quick, like okay. the phrase "Please, sir, I want some more," and it is it definitely like is. perfect. It definitely is. Do you know There's what? There's gotta Fuck be. It. I'm gonna sacrifice. I'm going to sacrifice my internet history now on That's air fine. to look this up. Get them, fellas, whoever's watching. Right. Let's try. <laughs> there used to be a site. Oliver Twist parody. They... Oliver Twist prawn parody. There's no, you can't be... say that word. I learned this off Sneeko. You have to say prawn. Yes. That way you don't get censored. Uh, there's got to be a... There's got to be... <laughs> No, no, genuinely, they say they say prawn and they say grape. No, 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 um, no, 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 not that. It's just like there's got to be an Oliver Twist. Literally, the first result <laughs> Oliver Twist gay porn parody 
please can I have some more? <laughs> and here's the description. God, this gets better. Oliver yeah. Twist Porn colon. It's his 18th birthday, <laughs> and this quink is ready to seek fortune as a gay escort, but fucks the cook before asking for more. The 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 word is it bad that I imagined you as the twink in that? Like that's Yeah, that's really yeah. yes. Yes it yeah. is. That's just, uh, yes, would... that's really bad. Please, sir, uh, I want you I want some more. And the the dude's just like, You want some more? And then he just slowly unbuckles his belt. That's very funny. Anyways, back to Greta the retard. Okay, so we were saying about about her her and her <laughs> retard handlers. Right. I'm amazed that I'm the one shocked at your vitriol towards somebody. What are you talking about? I'm not. It's not vitriol. That's okay. I'm oh, not mad at her. She's retarded. It's okay. I have lots of retarded friends. I I think they call it Aspergers, but like I don't really listen to it. Like it's like you're oh, retarded. Don't, you can't call it that anymore, can you? What is it? Now autism? I uh, I don't know. Oh, you have to say ASD, I think, because Aspergers like the doctor. He was yeah. a Nazi or something. Well, so, like, you have to, you can't call it that. It anymore. would take a Nazi, like, though, like, to, to recognize orderliness to, like, so, like, to such an extreme. Like, it would take a German to be like, hey, this is a sickness. Like, we're orderly, but, like, this is, <laughs> this is a lot. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, she's, she's got retarded handlers sending shit out for her. And then what? Well, it's the point that, like the whole sell of her when she first came on the scene was look how serious climate change is because a child is <laughs> is shouting about right, it right 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 and right. it's like no that show that that has the exact opposite effect of what you want right it shows that like literally this is the the parallels with evangelical religious people are writing themselves at this point you have a child was born unto us to save us, bring us to salvation, a way to, um, to quote Tate again, to stop the sun from being hot. And it's, it's like, because, but the other thing is as well, on a, on a slightly more serious note, although that's a, you know, that's a, a not really happening. I'll put so it into that real episode. quick. Yeah. But the Greta Thunberg thing is like the whole pitch as well is that, oh, look, we've got a teenager. Right. And we've got a child. A child is so worried about this. So we should listen to her. She's no longer a child now. So she has no credentials, She's which is what these people love, right? It's what right. these, you know, these mask-wearing, uh, innovation-hating, high-quality-of-life-loathing reprobates, yeah. the, things that they, the thing that they love is credentials. Like, the moment right. anyone says, well, maybe the vaccine doesn't work, well, you're not a virologist. Right. The moment, you know, as, anyone if, as, about... as if I'm at home with my Bunsen burner. Right. Right. Just exactly. To... Exactly. Like if you're saying maybe I don't think teachers should be allowed to tell my son that he's actually my daughter without my consent. Well, you're not an expert in child education. Like these people love an expert. Yeah. This this person, Greta Thunberg, is not any of those things. She has no accolades. Right. She didn't finish school. Uh, she isn't well educated on the subject she isn't she's retarded yeah right why at what point does she then and the whole appeal is that she's this young person well that expires correct her you're you're being a child she's 19 she's an adult 
she's she, oh she's legal that's expired now so now what do she's they go legal? get another one do they go do they try a finnish one this time maybe a norwegian maybe an icelandic bit of a change like you know do they just go around the secondary schools of scandinavia and find somebody camping and go hey fancy being in the face of of defying human achievement i didn't realize she was legal have you ever had sex with a retard before What? Oh my god! I didn't. I didn't think. I did not see. What? I wasn't prepped for this. I'm just asking. I don't know why I'm surprised. The conversations we have in the past. I don't know why I'm surprised. But I don't I know what you're talking about. Uh, no, I haven't. No, I've never. You've never, never fucked a never retard. Not knowingly, anyway. You ever seen a retard with the heavies? You never seen that shit. <laughs> what? Tyler knows what, what I'm talking about. Tyler knows what I'm talking about. You ever seen that Victoria's why, Secret bitch? Why, um, why the particular full down syndrome, bro? Retard. Full down syndrome. Heavies. She has the heavies, son. She has the heavies. She's got the heavies. So bro. why, why is that? But is it something I don't know, special I've never... about seeing them on a retarded person? I mean, it's just it's interesting because like she's super thin. Right, which is, you know, it's hard to be thin when you you have downs. I think that's like a thing, isn't it, or something like that. And <laughs> and so like for that, <laughs> why <are> you laughing? <laughs> and so for her to be thin, <laughs> to be thin, and then have such ginormous breasts, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's really impressive. Like, all while being retarded. You know what I mean? Like, that's are a lot. Are we still talking about, are we still talking about Greta? I'm talking about fucking Greta, yes. So here's the thing. <laughs> well, not Greta. Maybe the retarded girl on Victoria's Secret. I think I, you know, you'd have to. Oh, like, you'd have to. Oh, I remember hearing about this. Yeah. What? There were, yeah, there was a, there was a, 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 a Down Syndrome Victoria's Secret model. Yeah, yeah. She's still there. Yeah, I checked her out. Yeah, I, but you I don't, know. This is the thing that I don't get, is it's like, I remember seeing on Strictly Come Dancing, which is a very big, it's our Dancing with the Stars, right? Yeah. And um, big show over here. And You guys just have was, the great show called uh, The Specials. Shout out to The Specials. I love that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and on. then we had, there was, a, there was a children's TV presenter on who had Down Syndrome. And I'm sitting there going like... Great choice right it's like no your job is to speak clearly mm -hmm. to a camera and so that people can understand you who are watching the television and with the greatest respect in the world he had he's got a speech impediment because of a condition that's beyond his control right and i just i don't see this as loving and accepting i see it as putting this person up there as an exhibit and basically exploiting them for their disability. Yeah. Like you're going, you'll win us societal points. Go, go up there and, and perform. Yeah. Do, do the funny voice, do the or, Down syndrome voice. Or, or maybe we're opening doors. Like, Hey, you know, uh, a chick with down syndrome, uh, is fuckable too. 
Oh, right? word. Oh, fucking hell. You think she got that retard strength in bed, bro? What do you think? <laughs> She's got to, right? They've got that strength. What? This sounds like the boardroom scene in Wolf of Wall Street when they're talking about dwarf throwing. No. Yes, that, scene didn't, that scene didn't make sense. Why would you throw a dwarf? Oh. I mean, like, if they asked each other, like, yo, how long does it take for a dwarf to freeze? That's an interesting question. Like, is it faster? They're closer to the Earth, right? I guess, like, a, but so that makes more sense to me. But, like, yeah. Anyways, retard strength. That's what I think about when I think about having sex with someone with Down syndrome. So. so you look at the Victoria's Secret model like She-Hulk. I bet, bro. Like all that strength is probably stored in her boobs or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> she probably... Wait, does this person... Is this person well endowed? Go look, bro. She's She's got... Sorry, I'm really obsessed with this chick's... Anyways, yeah, Greta Thurman, politics, whatever. Go back to that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Have you had a joint? Have you been smoking no. on the slide during this no. episode? This is who I am. Yeah, I've okay. just hit, I've hidden it from you for a real long time. So, but yeah, no, I, I, I uh, yeah, I don't really listen. I mean, look, man, the reason why I, I like joke around, honestly, and you've seen me do this in conversation with people. You're dealing with really unserious people. So why the fuck should I be serious? You know what I mean? What, you mean like these people in the public eye? Yeah. Like, you're great at No, I know what you mean. As in, like, yeah, why, why, yeah. The, like, the whole, the whole situation is, is a joke. Like, it's, it's very, it's very funny, like, bringing it all the way back to the beginning when we, because the whole, the whole sort of stem of this yeah. arm of the conversation was Tate and Greta yeah. on Twitter. And, like, you've got all these sort of people that are sat there frothing waiting for the next seedling of a conspiracy theory to go um like the pizza box thing right yeah and it's like oh the pizza boxes that's how they got him that's how they got him and it's like and i believed it for a hot second i was sitting there going oh maybe yeah maybe it was i don't know i was like i don't think but he's that stupid going, yeah well no but the other thing is is like i know he flies private but the authorities can still look at flight records <laughs> like it, they can still find out yeah. when his plane landed and where right. if they really wanted to. Right. I like, and the trouble is, normally I am one for saying, "No, there's no such thing as coincidence." You know, like if there is, if there ever is, let's treat that with the requisite amount of suspicion and let's, sure. let's have a little look. But I used to not believe Alex Jones was. ever on anything, and I still don't on a couple of things. But it is creepy how right he is on a lot of things. <laughs> Seriously, that well, dude I is. Up, I grew up like when I was the first thing I ever saw on Alex Jones was him um, on Piers Morgan when he does like. Wait, let me. <clears throat> That's gotta be awful. When he goes like, and I'm here to tell you, 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. And like he really goes for him, right? And he gets really animated, and it's like it's it's really. Yeah, I can't. I can't do. I'm pretty sure every time I do that voice, it gives me like scar tissue on my no, larynx. Every time you do the American voice, uh, an American child uh, loses 
their scholarship. Loses so. some weight. Or oh, okay, wow. no, you know what? It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a force, uh, it's a I'll get you good. back. I'll get you back. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Loading up. Well, no, it's like because I remember that that was all I. But all I got was that snippet of of yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And then because John Oliver used to be brilliant when he was in the UK. I that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Like his his bits on Mop the Week were incredible. But then I saw his bit, which was actually quite funny, where he talks about Alex Jones. And so that gave me this veneer of who Alex Jones is, and that's entirely who he is. And now I'm sitting there just going like, no, I'm actually really pleased that somebody like Alex Jones exists. I really, I, I want, it was like Rogan said, isn't it? It's like, does the fact that he was wrong about Sandy Hook and that he said lots of awful things really supersede all the genuine investigative journalism that that man has done like Bohemian Grove like he broke that story yeah and he he's he's been banging on about so many like he's been banging on about Epstein Epstein's Island for decades and everyone goes you're a quack you're a loon and it's true and like and he's done that and there are so many examples of that and then is there not any level of forgiveness for a man who after being correct about all these all these uh uh, what can we call them? All these, what are they? Oh, what well, lies? All these lies that we have been spun and we've been told. Is there not any level of forgiveness that, yeah, on one occasion he got it wrong and it actually turned out that it wasn't a, a, a conspiracy and that it was a horrible massacre in a in a school? Yeah, uh, I think they just, I mean, the new thing is now, this is interesting that you bring this up, because this is a part of something that I'm realizing about just society in general, which is, um, there's this new game being played, especially as we grow closer and closer to a gynocentric society, which is the, the facts matter less and less, um, how people feel about you. Right. I mean, it's always mattered. Right. It's not to say that it's never mattered what people have felt about you. I've just never been in a time where it's the only thing that matters. Well, also, you. usually, historically, the feelings tended to follow something. They didn't leave. Right. So, you know, ordinarily, it was like, oh, I really hate that guy because he cheated on his wife. Oh, actually, it turns out he didn't. Oh, okay, that feeling's now changed. I no longer hate that guy because I've got new information. Right. And he did, now it turns out he didn't cheat on his wife. Now it's, I really hate that guy because he cheated on his wife. Oh, no, it turns out that isn't true. He didn't actually cheat on his wife. Well, I no, hate that because guy. I feel this way, right. then something else must be wrong because I can't be. Right. Like, that, that seems to be the, the paradigm that we're in is, is that. Yeah. Way. Yeah, that whole shtick is because this is what this is what is the concern with Tate is because it's very concerning. It's a bit like Derek Chauvin with the George Floyd case, right? Yeah, like that guy. Yes, yes, he technically went into a courtroom and technically, yes, he got sentenced by a judge. Let's call a spade a spade. That was trial by. He wasn't going to get out. He uh, wasn't going to get out. He wasn't going to get right. out. He, but, there was no way he was getting a fair trial. He was well. I mean, this is where this is where we this is where we defer. I think the police are brutal on 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 lots of people. So it's nice to make an example. No, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm but, what I'm saying is like 
it, the trouble is... Yeah, there was no way it was going to go in with... Yeah. Well, like, they, the public wanted blood. Yeah. Well, that's... And, I mean, that's... And they made but, so much noise that they were going to get but blood. Here's what, what sort of reassures me, right? Especially about that case is the... Uh, who's the kid who killed those that... Who had to defend himself in Omaha? In, in oh, a, Carl Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Yeah. Rittenhouse got a fair trial, man. Anyone who say yeah, yeah, you put your emotions impressive. well that's that's the thing is like it shouldn't be it shouldn't be impressive it shouldn't be even remarkable but, that the kid got a fair trial but, but, but that's but that's what's kind of showing me that there's some semblance of balance right when I see stuff like that when I see if Tory Lanes really did it man throw him in jail right like I'm not right you know me uh not not exactly the defender of the ladies uh well relatively hashtag you know protect all white women uh yeah now i'm not one of those right uh but i am a big fan of the truth and uh yeah if the dude fucked up then he, he goes to jail same thing with chauvin right um but same thing with amber heard the amber heard case i didn't think johnny depp would win i thought he lost that i would no. thought he was gonna lose that case I, I was like there's no way he's gonna win no man ever wins when it comes but to again, stuff like, like this. The, the, but even that, it's, it's quite similar because the public gets so charged up. And like this, the thing that concerns me now is like, was it just that Johnny Depp supporters happened to be louder this time? No, it or, wasn't. It wasn't. No? Hey, here, okay. Here's why. Here's why. I, I, here's what I thought. Because I listened to that recording a year before it actually came out. Um, and I was shocked by it. It was all over YouTube. No one was talking about it for some reason. And I don't know. Well, I do know why. But no, yeah. no one was really talking about it. And I remember there's one guy in particular. I wish I remember his YouTube channel because I would shout him out. But he showed the clip line by line. And that's the first time I heard the, her say, uh, who's going to believe you, Johnny? Who's going to believe you? Yeah, like it's your word against mine. It was like something. It was like this. It was like evil. It was like a movie. It was like movie dialogue. It's 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 a villain's monologue before right. they kill the hero. Right. right. And it like, was and I couldn't believe it, but there wasn't a recording. Right? But it took a year before he could actually do something about it. Right? And by then people had sort of slaughtered him. Um and so Justice is complex. You know, my ex is her, her mother is a professor of law at the University of Virginia. Uh, and I remember asking her, you know, is there such thing as justice? And she said no, and then asked me to pass uh, the syrup to her. And that's like, that I was like, yeah, I was like 19 at the time. <laughs> and, uh, and it like, it left a huge impression on me because it was like, Okay, here's this brilliant woman, right? Um, who you know is is professor now she's professor emeritus, right? At UVA, one of the top ten law schools in the top ten law schools in the United States, and here she is, just kind of casually in in a blase manner, telling me that justice isn't a thing. So I, I don't know, man. The American justice well, it is it is at the micro level. You know, it is at the micro level. Like, well, less and less so that's because true. everything's that's being true. so sanitized. But like, we have we have. It's it's exactly like when we were speaking to Jeff, and like both you and I are fans of the likes of Jordan Peterson, and and similarly for very similar reasons to Jordan Peterson, 
Andrew Tate as well, because the idea of Tate to an extent for me, yeah, but yeah, well, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, right? So like, because yeah, 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 you are. The main thing that I love is 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 the overarching message of um that kind of that personal responsibility of taking accountability for yourself and standing up, being counted, like, and when it comes when I talk about justice on the micro level is when I like I told you this story about the first time that I got punched in the face. Yeah. Was when I was in high school and I said to uh I was in the first year and I said to a kid in the fifth year, I said, um, <laughs> run fat boy run. Because <laughs> he was a he was a big kid and he came over because I was trying to show off he was and he fat. came over to me because yeah. he, he was fat and he just punched me square in the face. And I remember like getting hit and being like, Oh my oh my god. There's consequences. Wow, ben, yeah. There's consequences. And like that, even though I came off on the bad end of it, one could make a very strong case that was justice. Right. I spoke out of turn and thought I could get away with it and right. I did. And it's like and that's what I mean about the 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 micro level. But yes, on the macro level it's much more difficult because people just get like for example, Tate, you've got these people who like the the guy had in April or whatever, earlier in 2022, he was arrested and the headlines, and I have to say the headlines because I actually don't know what yeah. the actual charges were that were leveled against him. Like on this one, even this one, the most recent one, I've heard or seen rather online that it's not uh, human trafficking. He's actually been arrested on suspicion of money laundering. And so it's like, but... The trouble is, now that human trafficking and Andrew Tate have been put together and that hot air balloon... Even though that case was dismissed, yeah. Now that that's been let go into the ether... That's what he's going to be It's human trafficking. Like, if you went up to a random person between 15 and 25 and went, what do you know about Andrew Tate? If they didn't like him, the first thing they'd be able to tell you is, oh, didn't he, wasn't he involved in human trafficking? Like, they have no... They don't know whether that's true, but it may as well be. They also to them. don't. But here's the thing: they don't care. They don't. They don't care if it's. They don't true. care. No, that's they a very good point. They don't true. care. It's not about the truth. That's that's the harsh lesson lesson I learned in my own life was, it didn't. It doesn't matter what I do. It never. It 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 doesn't matter. If I want to do the right thing, we. I, I don't. I don't believe. Sorry, go on. I was just saying, we've talked, you and I, about, um, you know, getting canceled and, you know, why we do this show and all that stuff. And for me, um, yeah, that was the biggest thing I learned when I got canceled was um, it it doesn't matter. Uh, It doesn't matter if I had the right intentions. It doesn't matter if I didn't actually do anything wrong. It doesn't matter if I uh, go out of my way to what I thought, or at least what I thought at the time, was stand up for people who couldn't stand up for themselves. Um, what mattered was what the mob thought and what the mob and right. the mob's dis- distaste of me, right? Um, and it was it was that w- that was really eye opening for me because it taught me that right and wrong, yes, most certainly exist. Uh, but, but people, people, most people exist outside of those, those concepts. So, but you should, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still strive for it. And I'm not, I know that's not what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I think think it's important to 
iterate that point is you should still aspire for truth and you should still, because I can't, I'm trying, as you were speaking then, I was trying to think of any example of someone who's been cancelled for not, for doing something other than saying what they believed to be true. Uh, And I I can't think of one. Maybe yay. Yay has been cancelled. I mean, but he's saying, he's still saying what he believes to be true. Right. He definitely got cancelled. Right, and, and he although got the irony is he got and he's got his bank account taken. Although the irony is recently a bunch of J.P. Morgan execs were found to um, have they've been they've been uh, called by the Attorney General of the Virgin Islands uh, for participating in uh, let's just say fun acts with uh, younger folks with with younger folks yeah yeah in uh, in uh, now so who that, saw that coming. Yeah, right, right. So but yeah, no, but it's what I mean, right? It's like, it's one like, person we, talks got... some shit, the other actually fucks children. <laughs> like, you yeah, know. Yeah, and the other thing is then like Balenciaga go like, oh, we want nothing to do with Kanye. Then yeah, the whole yeah. shit comes out by the ad campaign and Ye must be sitting there going, cool, I want nothing to do with you either. Right, like, right. That, that, like you've, you've cut off your nose to spite your face. But it's like, you know, we had, for example, we had Josh Olin on yeah. and he is... Um, I was in one of his spaces the other day. Fantastic space. Yep. Shout out to Josh. Yep. But like it was At JD underscore twenty twenty. Go on. Rug radar. Great service. Yep. Great service. And uh, he is, you know, when he was cancelled back in twenty fifteen. And for anyone out there who's going like, oh, they weren't technically cancelled because they're still here. Yes, there's a difference between cancelled and executed. But because um, I fucking. <laughs> <hate that>. I, <laughs> I fucking <hate> <laughs> Uh, uh, that's funny i hate that that opposition to cancel culture existing when people go no cancel culture doesn't exist i mean what are you saying these people are still here it's like yes but they they do not have the same access or freedom correct to say things as you do as a as a compliant little minion so yes it does exist like this is it doesn't help solve the the problem it's it's not and here's the thing about but go on sorry finish your point i'm sorry no i was like because the point that i was going to bring up about sort of cancel culture at large the idea of um still telling the truth and the idea of you should you should still do it because the best possible thing can come of it right or 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 the i'm trying to remember i'm paraphrasing from jordan peterson which is so weird i haven't done that on any other episode but um he said it was something along these lines it was tell the truth and then if you do if you if you tell the truth you then just have to trust that whatever happens as a result is the best thing that could have possibly happened he's right He's right about but that. But it's a very liberating. That's a very liberating way to 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 live. So, like, look at Josh's case. He said that bigot can say whatever he likes within his own home. That was what he said. Yes. And then, why did he get cancelled? Because there are people out there who don't think that this man should be allowed to say whatever he wants within his own home. Right. That's why. That's why he got cancelled. Like right. it. it because he he lost his job. I don't think you that it perfectly aligns with the 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 expression getting cancelled. As far as I'm concerned, like he lost his he got sacked. He got fired for saying something that he believed to be true. And it, it go on. No go on. 
No, I, I, I don't know how to land this particular plane. So, so, like, so, so here's the thing. Like, uh, I don't know if I believe in karma. I think there are okay. some people who do evil and get away with it. And I think there's a lot of them. What I can rely on, or at least what I can take solace in, is that behavior is consistent, right? What would you're you bad, mean by that? So if you're a bad person, yeah, and you have no interest in becoming a good person, well, you're not going to. You're probably going to behave poorly, consistently, for a while. If you're not caught, or if you're not dealt or, with, or you believe what you're doing is righteous, correct. Which is what the majority of the mob, because, you know, for example, I believe when I get my Tim Fall hat on, the people at the top, the, the puppeteers, they, I don't know what's more terrifying. The idea that people with so much power think they're doing well, think they're doing uh, good and are acting but, with, uh, with uh, benevolence or they're actively being malevolent. But, but here's, I don't know but what's here, worse about that. But here's the thing. Here's what's important. In my personal experience, I did comedy. I was canceled twice. Not once, but right. twice. Um, most of those people aren't successful. And a lot of the times those members of the mob who are uh, malevolent forces or malevolent actors their malevolence, depending on the person, usually arises from some sort of character defect. And that character defect is vastly more powerful than their temporary power in the mob or as an accuser, is what I've learned. Because yeah. after 10 years, because you fast forward five or 10 years and you see, check in and see, you fast forward five or 10 years and you check in and see what these people are doing. They haven't really moved very far. They haven't really done anything. They haven't well, they're not, gotten. They're not, they're not comfortable with themselves. Like, because somebody, somebody who's got, like, I remember on that episode with Josh, right? Like, I remember asking him uh, if he did it if he spoke out like that on Twitter as a contrarian or if he just did it as a, yeah. as a passing comment because, and then he said like, but your, your position in this, yeah. well, no, but then he said like your position in this is if I knew what cancel culture was, <laughs> like, yeah, you're, yeah. you know, you're saying this as if I, as if that was even a thing in my mind, like, no, no, no. I, I thought, cause I can't remember what, what era, like some current event had happened because he linked yeah. it to that when he, when he yeah. said like, um, maybe it was Ferguson we just come something. off the, Oh, was it? Was it? Oh, it was like Trump and Hillary or something, and it was like the whole thing of like. Yeah, it was something. The, it was something like the the argument for Trump was that oh he might speak out of turn and be off color, but he's going to get it done. And the whole argument against that was the ends don't justify the means, and um, he was saying like yeah, so we just come off the whole back the, this national conversation of the ends don't justify the means. And now I go ahead and tweet this and suddenly the ends justify the means. Like, oh, I need, I need to hmm. be, I need to lose my job and lose my livelihood because I've spoke out of turn, even though everyone acknowledges that's a horrible thing to happen to me. Oh, well, it's necessary 
because now because you know that we can't let let vile people like you speak so the ends suddenly justify the means the irony is my buddy so i have another uh a friend of mine who's in comedy named alan alan i don't think he minds if i mentioned his name alan bromwell uh shout out to you alan he's a comic in denver colorado uh we talked about this and uh you know it's funny because louis ck does a bit about this but uh he found when he was canceled, the people who were most likely to support him uh, were actually black people, which is funny. Right. A lot of these guys who are accused of either racism or, you know, inappropriate sexual behavior usually are the first allies they find are African-Americans or, or black people in the United States, right? And and the reason for that is, and, the, and this is the irony I find in all of this, is you are against, you are, you are self-proclaimed as a, as, a, as a paladin, right? You're a paladin for racial justice while simultaneously using the tools that the most evil people, the most hateful of, of yeah. you know, blacks, especially black Americans, used on a regular basis i think it's upwards about yeah. of about 40 percent of lynches were due to um in the united states were due to um uh, uh, a false accusation from a white woman. that's 40 percent. that's 40 percent we can identify historically right and what, what's troubling about and 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 that's why i suspect a lot of african-americans uh, are the first to sort of uh, come to these people because I mean, if there's anyone who understands being accused for not uh, for something after well doing nothing, uh, it is the it is the black American, um, right? Well, so but I've, like I've told you about so my 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 most egregious crime in my circle was saying that I don't support the Black Lives Matter organization. Slash something you have in common with black people, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. And I and something that we both find quite comical is the only people that have uh cut me out of their lives and want nothing to do with me have been white, yep. And I have gained almost exclusively black friends off yeah. the back of them finding this out about me, yeah. Not, not that white people have cut me out, that I don't support. <laughs> they haven't gone like, all oh, right. There's an open spot. Good. <laughs> yeah. But like, they they have gone like off the back of finding that out. And do you know one of the things that I I think because as I say, it's not exclusively black people, but like, it's 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 largely and genuinely when I think about it, and I'm not, I'm not saying that this makes all white people dishonest, but like what I mean is like I think it makes a, a particular guy, type of white person dishonest. That's for sure. Yes, but the other thing is, I think that when somebody hears that, and let's say when a black person hears that, when they hear that a white guy has come forward and gone, yeah, I don't support this movement, they're going like, well, okay, at least he's honest, because there's a lot of white people who don't support that movement, but they won't say anything. So the fact that there's he's a lot of white people who say that they are, do support this movement, and you when know, when they don't, right? I forget right. which reporter. So when, oh, sorry, go on, buddy. No, I was just going to say like that. That just to close that point is like. So I think they hear that and then they go like, "All oh, right, okay, like at least, wow, this this guy this guy's going to be honest with me." That's a free. You know what I think it is? 
That is true. That is a friend. I think it, I think it's more so that um, hmm. you're right. It's 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 a matter of trust, but I think it's more so that. There seems to be an understanding that isolate, like, and maybe this is more common in communities of of color. I don't know. White Americans tend to report higher late rates of loneliness. The you English are different, so I can't quantify you guys. I'm pretty sure it's just the same in this country. I remember there was a survey. This was years ago, like for mm. a BBC show. So this is like over ten years ago, or something like. I think it was. Uh, I think it's 40% of Brits claimed that they didn't have one single friend. Like they Yikes. didn't have, a, have any friends, yeah. And it's like, bearing in mind, these are, these are the sort of people who can't run away from somebody with a clipboard in a shopping center. Hilarious. So, Hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even mean for that one. That's very funny. <laughs> that was a very funny image. <laughs> just terrified I mean, of a clipboard no I, do, I knew what like, you mean but it's very well, funny I'm, I'm imagining somebody with a hoodie on with their hood up with their hands in their sleeves sort of shuffling right. around a mall right, and right. then somebody with a clipboard approaches them and goes have you got a few moments, moments to, for, to save the environment yeah, yeah. no no I got it yeah. it was very funny uh, <laughs> it's still very funny it doesn't matter what you do no, I, I, uh, and that's what matters so uh I, I think there I think there's an understanding that isolation doesn't actually work but uh, more to the point in the United States can't spay for speak for the English but the problems that seem to be affecting America at large have been problems in I think in the African American community for a while um, right. So I'm not actually right. Like I'm black, uh, but I'm mixed race. Right. There are some black Americans who wouldn't consider me black because of the fact that I'm mixed race. Call it the Obama, whatever. It's fine. My counter argument is thoroughbred. I'm not a thoroughbred, not a purebred. Unfortunately, my counter argument is always like, well, if you know, I stole something and was running down the street, right, and the, <laughs> no one would say, hey, stop, stop that mixed guy. They would say, they would say probably, right, right, hey, right, right. Guy. but whatever, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a sentence that's never been up. No one's, no one's ever said under their breath. It's mixed. <laughs> no, that's, not, that's, not, that's not right, right, right. And and so and so, it's, that's very funny. The, that's that's good. Just so my, so my have listeners you met, know, have you met her new boyfriend. He's just so my my friends uh, or anyone who's listening to this like uh, is is aware, um, uh, uh, when I say it's very funny, it's not me being condescending. It's it's me. If you're a comic, you get this. But when something's oh, actually yeah, that's funny, the comedian's equivalent of laughter. That's yeah. a huge yeah. Yeah. When I say that's so like, funny, so anyone out there who wants to do stand up, do it. But just know that if you go to one of those little open mic nights where all you're doing is performing, performing in front com of comics, comics, yeah, you you will. It's it's actually quite one thing is that you know that if you get a laugh out of all of them, you've nailed it. You've got an absolute platinum. That's a joke I always use. Level, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But then the other thing is. You'll just get, you will, it's a very interesting noise. I don't even know if I can replicate it. It's just the sound of acknowledgement. 
Like, it's like if you do a, if you do a joke and people have, yeah. people appreciate it, it's kind of like, <laughs> mm. yeah. Well, mm, yes, well, yeah. Good, good job. Or good you'll job. hear the, the sort of a, a, a noise that tells you, oh, fuck, why didn't I think of that? Like, yeah. There's, there's, which I also do. if it's on some, yeah. Which I also oh, it's, do. It's killer. To like, you all the time. When you, you, when you, you see somebody who goes up on, on stage and they just absolutely rip about nothing. Like I once saw a guy yeah. do a whole routine. He did 25 minutes about a leaflet from a local dog shelter. And That's it was very good. killer. And it had me That's aching for 25 minutes. I'm there going, how have you got this? You've, you've, you've just gone into every minor detail of this document hunting for jokes. And you've a lot made of good writing. Them. A lot of good writing. Oh, you know, man. Nate, Nate Bargatze, Nate Bargatze told me that don't, don't, don't just as soon as you you land a bit and it starts killing your that's the beginning of your work i don't know if you know who nate bargatze is i don't but it sounds similar to louis ck where he said about um he would take his closing bit and then open with it right and And invert the inverted pyramid that then because the end of your set then it cauterizes right some way or another you you find a way to make it stronger Right. Um, but anyways, yeah. going, going back to my, to, to my original, I forgot what the original point was. Basically that, yeah, it's interesting. These people are, are trying to, yeah, what's hap- happening in the, uh, in the United States at large is what happened to, Af- I, you know, when you study the history of, of African-Americans in the U.S., they're kind of like the canary in the coal mine. Anything that happens right. to them, eventually, well, besides slavery, uh, eventually happens to white Americans. And the only people I've noticed who haven't picked up on that pattern have been white Americans. And I find that fascinating. Um, like right now, right now, what's the big thing in, in the United States? The struggle with masculinity, right? Amongst, right. amongst uh, you know, white families. There are no dads in the home. Where, does, where have I heard that one before? Right. Yeah. And uh, there's uh, increasingly the, the the women are disinterested in their men, right? Uh, or their men are either not succeeding or what you know, forever whatever reason. So what I find what I find interesting about that is, uh, yeah, what I find interesting about that is that that the only ones who haven't seemed to realize it. Have been white Americans. Uh, no, you're, you're so right because it's. Like, I remember back in yeah 2015 or so, 2016, um, I, when I first started listening to Larry Elder, who yeah. I honestly and and black people, I hope you don't think I'm stealing a hero from you, but I would say he's a hero of mine. Um, oh, Larry's a good one because yeah. he, he's he's fantastic, right? But then he, he that it's exactly what you've just said there about like oh, it's only when. And that is that is a very salient point, and I've never thought of that before. That um, it doesn't seem to be an issue on the national stage in the states until white Americans notice. Well, I'm um, not even complaining about that. My thing is, uh, like, no, I don't think th- I'm complaining about it. But no, I no, think I, what I'm saying is like, I hope it, that's not it, how you're taking then, it. Yeah. No, but what what's weird is like it's they all start complaining about it, but they'll still put the spotlight on black people, right? Sure, but they'll own. It's only when it's become a problem in their 
because then it wait like you say canary in the coal mine right so for example the elder statistic i was going to say like he said in in yeah i think it's around about 2015 it was like uh black single fatherhood or single motherhood rate was 70 percent um and white single motherhood rate was about 25 percent and now but no but black single motherhood rate in the 70s was 25 percent correct so like but only 40 years later when white america crosses the same threshold yeah well, it comes to the forefront, and even then, it's not at the forefront. It's still not at the forefront because that would, and and this is where I get again stick that Tim Fall hat back on, where I think they're actively acting by they 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 are. I mean, the government, they're acting against our best interests because if they solved, if they actually addressed single motherhood rate, they would solve problems, and they don't want to solve problems because then you get more independent and more capable and more powerful. Well, well, families are are scary. There's a great, uh, there's a great, uh, um, to whom? To power, to government. Right. Exactly. To, to yeah. companies, to anyone yeah. who, who has an interest outside yeah. of their own family. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like the biggest, it, the, the, you know, a lot of people were complaining about, uh, what's it called? What is it called? The pan, the pandemic, but the, what was it when they restrained us? What was it called? Lockdowns. Yeah, I already forgot about it. Lockdowns were great for me. I had a great time, so that's probably why I don't. I'm, I'm glad that you've forgotten about it. That's good. That, that oh, I had a great time. Really living on your, the beat of your own drum. Yeah, yeah, I just did my thing. So, uh, <laughs> I also uh, may or may not have gone to other countries, but um, <gasps> yeah, no, that's I know. I know. Lucky this, shall, this shall be a scandal in the saloons. Uh, the the thing the thing is is like during during the pandemic or during lockdowns people were eating with like a lot of conservatives actually really liked it they don't talk about it. you don't hear about it as much but they were like oh i have time to talk with my family i have time right. to spend with my family hey you know what why am i working this job yeah why am i why am i working so hard at this job honey why don't you quit your job you like staying with the kids why not yeah stay with the kids I'll fig- we'll figure What's it out. Money, your money. We'll figure it out, right? I make 200K a year. You make 150, whatever, 200, right? We'll figure it out because we found more joy not going anywhere and just staying with the people that we loved or that we yeah. love more so than, than going out and, uh, you know, doing whatever, doing it, following our, our careers or whatever. And this isn't to knock anyone who cares about their career or anything like that. That's, that's not what that is. This is more so to the fact that the restructuring of family or the, revitaliz- the revitalization of family is the greatest threat to power, in my opinion. Yeah. If you really want to scare they, whomever they is, to me, they is just a, is a confluence and co- coalition yeah. of in- mutual interests, right? Um, mm-hmm. Strengthen families. Make people yeah. care about each other. Yeah. That, that's dangerous. That's... Yeah, it freaks people out. That, I mean, it freaks the, it freaks the, the people... But, it also, cause, but the other thing is on the micro level, because you're certainly right, on the macro level, yeah, there's nothing more terrifying because it's, it's, it's one of those... To those in power, yeah, because 
you can't explain it away. Like Correct. there's no there's there's no like well why do you care about them so much? Well they're family. Nothing goes any deeper than that. Yeah. So it's my son. It's my daughter. Right. It's my wife. And that's all you need to say. Yeah. And then everyone goes, oh, okay, that's serious. Like Ed Byrne, great comedian, Irish comedian, had a thing mm. he talked years ago about how he said like about the respect you get when she goes from being your girlfriend to your wife. And, then he goes, like, and he talks about yeah. being at a party yeah. and a guy goes to him like, um, you know, like, uh, oh, you met your girlfriend. She's really nice. And he goes, oh, actually, that's my wife. Oh, I won't look at her tits again. Sorry. <laughs> 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 it's a really good bit. But um, wow, that's really old. That's been lurking in my brain for over a decade. If, if I were you but, and I had a fiance, I would walk around and introduce her as my ex-girlfriend. That would be really, that would be, <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny to me. <laughs> It's my ex-girlfriend. But yeah. Stop but telling people true. that. <laughs> but on the on the on the um Yeah, that's a good one, I think. Like after I'm married, maybe I should do that and just say to people like, Yeah, I used to be engaged. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. There's stages to it. Used to be <laughs> yeah. engaged, but uh you know. It worked out. <laughs> and then when we when we get into middle age, it would then be, yeah, this is my future widow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That might, well, that depends. She's proper English. Yeah, she'll find it. She'll find. It. She'll get a kick out of that. My ex. Anyway. My ex. Shout out to my ex. Uh, she's she's a good guy. I got, I got no uh, bad feelings with her. But uh, she used to say, uh, we used to plan together. I wanted a tombstone. And on the tombstone, it would say, please just don't bury me next to my wife. And then she said that on her tombstone, in response, she would uh, make sure she was put right next to me. And uh, the words ha-ha were imprinted uh, <laughs> right on top. And I was like, touche. This is why you're good for me. Yeah, man, that's great. There was so. a guy, there's a very famous Irish writer called Spike Milligan. Yeah. And um, he wanted on his tombstone i told you i was ill <laughs> and they wouldn't they wouldn't let him get it like the, the engraver wouldn't let him do it so he got it written in gaelic so that he was then allowed he was then permitted to have it written so still to this day white milligan's tombstone somewhere in the republic of ireland yeah has written on it i told you i was ill but written in gaelic, gaelic. just fantastic that's well yeah so one thing that i really wanted to going back to what we're talking about, about cancel culture, one thing that I really wanted to get your view on as somebody who's been through it with professional uh, repercussions, right? Um, is why saying sorry doesn't work for these people <laughs> when they get canceled. <laughs> Man, I should show you this. I've got, I've got, I've saved, I saved a lot of Facebook messages right. um, from that time. And I remember the first time I, I was like told I did something. I remember I um, I said sorry to people because I was like, I don't know what I did, but I should probably apologize. Right. Um, and I remember one girl in particular was like, oh, are you really sorry? Are you really sorry? And she just started mocking me and making fun of me. And it was genuinely... I was like, beg it was like, I was begging people. I was like, I don't want to be a bad person. What did I do? Just tell me what I did and I will, you know, make whatever needs to be right, right. And, um, yeah, the, the, it, um, 
It didn't matter. It didn't really matter that, that I was sorry. And it didn't matter. Were more, you? More like, importantly. Were, were, like, because if, were you sorry? At, at that stage in my life, I was still um, under. I, what, I still thought. Fact, pe- what, let's, let's trim the fact. What, what happened? Obviously, going sure, sure. as far as you're prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So happened? I used to do comedy in Chicago. And by the way, one of my friends is going to be joining us on the show, so he can he can confirm this. Although he does get uncomfortable when we talk about it, uh, okay. but he's a good guy. Uh, shout out to Derek Smith; he'll be here in a in a week or two. Um, the funniest uh, comedian you've never heard of, besides Dwayne Kennedy. I should take text Dwayne. Let's see if we can get him on the show. Yes, you should. Yeah, Dwayne was on Seinfeld. That's how good Dwayne is, um, and writes for Chris Rock. One, you you can be That's in Chicago. Uh, what, this great thing about Dwayne is in Chicago, you could be in Southside Chicago and he'll be shirtless mowing his sister's lawn. And then the, the next week you'll, you'll be in LA and he'll, Dwayne will be there writing, uh, for, for rock. So Dwayne's fantastic. Um, but, but I'll text him. Actually, I'll text him tonight. Uh, but, um, I was sorry because I was at a point in my life where I thought, people i didn't think people would just i thought hey if people are mad at me i must have did something i must have done something there's no way these people many people are mad at me and i'm you know i'm i'm i've I've done nothing surely i'm guilty of something it wouldn't make sense for an entire group of people to just be mad at me and to be you know to behave this way and for it to be over nothing um uh, those were the, those were the, those were naive days um well it's like well the other thing is as well is and then we'll go back to uh what sure. what the story behind it was like because the other thing is your entire life's experience up to that point has taught you oh if i say sorry it will go away it wasn't like, even about about going away it was genuinely i wanted to be a decent human being no, right. But what I mean is like the, the, when I say go away, I don't mean the people who are coming at you. What I mean is like the, the problem will correct itself and it will end. Yeah. Like the, you yeah. say sorry, you ask for forgiveness because that's what sorry is, is asking for forgiveness. Yeah. And, and make a genuine then, attempt to fix things and that's it. Right. And then after that, it then heals. The wound heals and life goes on. Correct. Whereas that's not what we that's not what we see now is like when when they go when you say sorry now, they've smelt blood. Yes. The mob smelt blood. They now know that yes. you will bend the knee at the all they've got to do is push you far enough and you'll bend yeah. and you will you will capitulate. Yeah. And because that, that's what it is, is sorry is not now a request for forgiveness. It is an admission no. of capitulation. Correct. It's like the Salem witch trials, right? It's not right. You have to, the only way you can avoid uh, death is by admitting you're a witch, uh, which I would have done back then, to be honest with you, because that seems right. better than sinking into the ocean. So, but, yeah, so what happened? You're doing comedy in Chicago. Uh, yeah, I'm doing comedy in Chicago. I wake up one day. I'm doing real well. Things are going good. Um, I'd worked really hard that for a couple, well, for more than a year at that point. Right. Um, I've been working hard on comedy for a couple of years and um, I was still a baby comic. Baby comic is anyone who's under 10 years. A lot of people don't realize this. Like in comedy, you got to get, you got to put your years in. 
So 10, you know, 20, 10 is when you begin to receive some respect. 20 is when you could command a room, you know exactly what to do because you've been in every situation. And I uh, had just been doing it for a few years. Now in Chicago, I worked very hard. In Chicago, I worked, I went, I did three to five mics a night every single day for a year. So by, so I, that would, in the mics, every mic depended. The shorter, shortest mic was like three minutes, but there weren't many of those. Usually it was about five, five minutes to seven minutes, sometimes 10 if you're really lucky. Right. But five yeah, to seven minutes. Really lucky. Yeah. Five to seven is, is the average. And, um, so I did that. I did, I did four to five months. Yeah. I did probably like more four to three. Uh, I think I did only three if I couldn't find another one. Like I think Fridays were harder to find mics, but other than that, so let's say four to five times seven, right? Let's call it 30, 35. Right, so that's 70, 105, uh, about 140 mics a month I would do. And I would write at least 10 minutes of new material every month. Most of it was garbage. But every once in a while, you'd find oh, something. Yeah, to anyone, to anyone who's never attempted to write comedy before, 10 minutes of new material a month means about four hours worth of stuff from which 10 minutes is extracted that it ends up being set into a microphone. Correct. And then out of that 10 minutes, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, maybe <laughs> yeah, makes it into, makes it into the it act. Makes it into it like, yeah. 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 And so I did that for a year and naturally I got good very fast. Of course you get good that fast. I got to the point where I would go to hip hop, open mics and do jokes, right? Just so I could, have a different kind of crowd and see, you know, what that was like and see what my joke, how my jokes would work there and how they would land in that kind of audience. Or I'd go to poetry mics. Boy, do they hate me. They hated me. <laughs> the poets that were not fond of me. The crowd liked me. The poets did not like me. And I was like, is this an open mic? And he's like, yeah, we usually do poetry. Is it cool if I do comedy? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Mistake. Uh, and so, and so I did that. Right. And so, and the, and the, and the cool thing about those mics is that they'd, they'd give you 10 or 15 minutes. So I could practice crowd work. I could practice jokes. I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. And, uh, long story short. Yeah, I do really good. I do really well. My name starts coming up. I start getting booked for shows like crazy. Um, I was taken on the road. I was taken on the road maybe my second month of comedy or third month out in Chicago, I think. Um, and that, that, that was, that's a big, if you don't know that world, that's a big deal. You know, young comics don't get taken on tour no. ever. Right. No. And so the ones that did or who do get taken early always end up being something. And so I'd gathered a lot of success in a year. Um, I gathered a write-up about me. In the, there was an expose on me in the Chicago Tribune. Um, and then there was also an article on me in the New York Times. Um, and 
I was attracting a lot of heat and a lot of attention. The reason why I'm explaining all of this is because I think that it, it, this sounds going to factor in. I really do. I really do think this this is that was what caused a lot of the anger. Um, and so I remember one morning I woke up and I had there was hundreds of texts. I had uh, I had hundreds of texts on my phone. And um, I had a whole month worth of so many gigs, a bunch of gigs booked, all of them canceled, all of them canceled. Um, there turned out to be a comic. I don't mind mentioning her name either. Um, I think it was Rebecca O'Neill um, who made uh, who made allusions that I had done something to sort of harass or, or hurt women. Um, and, uh, Rebecca is the, was what well, was, I don't know if she is anymore. I don't think she is, uh, was the queen of comedy in Chicago. And, uh, and so her word was law, right? Um, cause that's how much power and influence she had in the scene. And uh, so when she merely just suggested that I had done something, it, that was enough for me to lose everything. I lost deals. I lost shows. I lost um, friends or people whom I thought were friends. I lost... Uh, I lost, you know, obviously my like reputation. The girl I was with at the time didn't stick around. Um, I lost, uh, I lost a lot of admiration from people. Um, one of my heroes uh, had connected with me on Facebook. My comedic heroes connected with me on Facebook. He left. Um, you know, he didn't, he didn't want to be connected to me anymore. Um, I lost pretty much everything that I'd worked really, 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 really hard for. And, uh, I mean, the irony of it was, was that I was work, I worked on a show called woke up Stand Up, which still, if you go on Facebook has a lot of fans. Um, I think we've got like at least a thousand fans still. Um, and that was a show designed to include women and minority minorities um, because Chicago had a really diverse stand-up uh, scene and I didn't re really see the people that I thought were really funny uh, going up as much as I wanted them to. Uh, a lot of different people fall, felt under, fell under that category. Mary Lee, shout out to Mary Lee. Um, She's one of the funniest human, human beings in the world. I'll have to show you a video of her late, later. She's a, a black comic out in Chicago. Uh, does an impression of, uh, of uh, an old man's dick uh, singing a Motown classic. It is one of the funniest Brilliant. things I've ever seen. Yeah. So I wanted people like that, man. I wanted to bring them up. I wanted them to be uh, heard. And that was kind of the, the part that, that really broke my heart. Because 
it's hard for people, I think, to believe this, but I actually did this stuff because I wanted people who looked like me to succeed. There wasn't, I know it's hard to believe. Jordan Peterson talks about this. He says, most, most communists are not, you know, great people, but there are a few who really believe in the cause. And he liked, right. he liked those, yeah. those ones. I would yeah. like to when think. He talks about working for the NDP, right? Right. Yeah. And, and like, I like some people who actually cared. Yeah. Right. And I like to believe I was one of those people. I did care. I, I mean, in some ways I do care still. And, um, to work that hard for people and then for them to kind of make you see what these, was this based on anything no like were you in a relationship with a woman another comic or something in chicago no no right no so yeah i lost i lost everything the only people who would book me were shout out to the lincoln lodge derek was part of the lincoln lodge uh lincoln lodge is where hannibal burris tj miller Camille and Johnny, mm-hmm. all those guys, that's where they did comedy. They still booked me. They still thought I was funny. Um, and shout out to a couple other guys in Chicago comedy who kept me on their shows, which were the best shows. But all... One of the, one of the things that I love about the mob, yeah. speaking sort of figuratively now, clearly, um, but one of the things that I love deeply about the mob is they they're great publicists. Yeah. So like when when Louis C.K. came back and he 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 started gigging again, like I had no idea until I heard the outcry. The outcry was what alerted me to it, and then it leads me to go, oh, Louis C.K.'s performing again. Hooray! Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> great. Let's go. Let's go watch. Yeah. Let's like because yeah, yeah. it's just it's so it never has. I don't know if it is their desired outcome. Like, because they, it, they don't, this is the point, right? Is it, it doesn't achieve what they want literally because they you know, they say we demand an apology. They don't want an apology. They want capitulation because as we've already discussed, an apology. They'd already capitulated. Fine. I was already doing yeah. what, that was, that was the thing that kind of woke me up was like, but I'm on your right. guys' side. So I, I've done the thing that in any other walk of life, would result in the beginning at least of redemption and, and yet in this situation no it's, it it's i'm now no it doesn't and this is the point right it's like i i remember saying so with this this friend of mine um don't even know if you even want me to call him a friend but like when he yeah when he our mutual friends were going you know he just he just wants you to apologize so okay, that's fine. I'm, 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 and I don't. I've never heard this from him because he won't speak to me. I, so I should correct that for the record. They've said I think he just wants you to apologise. So okay, um, sure, cool, whatever. No, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do that yeah. because I, I don't believe that I should ever be sorry for telling a friend how you truth. feel. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it it really changed the way I I look at people. It really changed the way I looked at women, honestly. Um, right. Because yeah, that's then, tough. and you, because it's like, you know, I grew up in a pretty good community where people didn't lie about things like that. 
Right. A lot of, you know, when I hear people say, well, why would someone lie about something like that? It's because when I hear that, what I hear is, oh, I, I grew up in well-to-do or I grew up around people right. with class. Yeah, it's They're quite nice because it's, 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 it reflects well on that person because you go, like, oh, at least you wouldn't. But it's right. like, look, people, people don't, you know, we, we don't know why we do so much of the shit we do as human beings. Right. Sorry, that is the most stoner thing I've said the whole episode. Hilarious. But it's like, it's, it's the point of like, this is what I mean, is like most of these people who support all these various movements, I think, do think that they're doing good. They actually do think that they're doing good. I don't think they do. I don't think you they don't do. Think, not even because, in because any case? In, in some cases, yes. I don't think they always do. I think a lot of the times they don't. I think almost th what this situation taught me was if someone has an issue with you, then they're going to look for an opportunity to kick uh, the, the metaphorical stool, so to speak, from under your feet right. so that they can take an arbitrary place of power. I mean, I remember a buddy of mine texting me going, they're going after you because you're popular and you have power. And I was like, what power? I'm a, I'm a comic. I have no money. Like, what are you talking you about? Were, you were acquiring competence. That's all that meant. And so, I mean, Rebecca, there's a, she, I forget her friend. What was her name? His name, her name. I forget her friend's name, but Bill... Uh, Bill something, Billy whatever, who's now apparently by uh, 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 non-binary, right? Because his comedy wasn't going to get him any attention. Because you've got to uh, stay relevant. Right. And uh, yeah. If the comedy won't do it, by God, the pronouns will. <laughs> and then uh, Bill, Bill to the stage. Right, right. Exactly. Bill Bullock was the name. It's like, you were fucking chicks, bro. Well, you know, when, when, <laughs> yeah, but he still is yeah. the problem. It's yeah. just like when you speak to these people, I've spoken to these young people, like yeah. younger people than me, like before t 20 and they, you know, like, I remember speaking to some, some girl and she was there like probably 20 years old and she's there going like, yeah. And, and I just happened to know this about her. Right. And I'm, I'm sitting there and she's going like, yeah, but women are so much more attractive than men, aren't they? Like they just are like, I just definitely prefer being with girls. So, oh, okay. I am right in thinking that 100% of the people you've slept with have been men, though, right? It's like, yeah, but what's that got to do with anything? Well, ex what you've just been talking about. <laughs> oh, you That's definitely good. prefer women and you only want to be with women, but you've exclusively been with men. And I don't care. Right. You care. I don't right. care who you go to bed with. I'm not interested, but don't give me this bullshit of like, oh, because you're trying to tell me, like, look, I'm edgy. I've got this angle to me. I'm, I'm, I'm bisexual. I, I've got this edge to my personality. It's like, no, that's, that's this. Is, and they, of course they don't say this, but this is the inference, right? It's like, no, that's not your personality. It's your sexuality there. Please, for the love of God, do not let those things overlap. They don't need to. Of course they're going to a bit, but they really don't need to. Like you can live your life and be a fun, interesting individual without needing to lean on the crutch of the fact that you have an obscure sexuality which isn't even obscure anymore. Right. That shit was sailed. Yeah, it's not even interesting. The thing is, I, I, like, I wrote a medium piece that gained a lot of heat, and then I, uh, and then I, sh I, I you know, I made it private because I didn't want, um, 
I just didn't want future employers because I, I didn't want future employers to see. To, that's exactly to see. what I think about with this podcast. <laughs> that's that's funny. Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, the did I delete it? Uh, maybe I'll post it um, and 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 send it to you because because here's the thing, like. <laughs> Yeah, hang on just a second. Let me double check if it's here. Stories, my all my stories. And recall, uh, call that every position published. Unlisted, there it is. Yeah, there's, I wrote a story about it. A lot of people read it and I have all the texts, right? Uh, you know, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people, you know, telling me that you, you, you like blow me off whenever I talk to you. And I was like, I was working, I was trying to do five mics, uh, uh, you know, a night, a, a night. I was trying to work. Mm. Yeah. And I, and I have all these texts of these people. This is, all gonna, uh, this is all I'm going to have to say about any of this. You have to really push people to have them post anything about you. So I don't think you're a victim or this all just happened to you. You've earned this kind of attention from, and it's redacted, but it's Rebecca O'Neill. Uh, and that was from someone who was my closest friend. Hmm. And then there was someone who said, uh, Basil, stop lying on women. We all have receipts and we know you don't want them out there. I was like, put whatever receipts you have out there. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Like I don't, I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. Gosh, uh, just like what's going on with the British royal family. <laughs> I mean, I could sh I could show you this, and I might post this. I got a text from someone random telling me to kill myself. Uh, a, a brand numbers I'd never seen before. Uh, Did it work? Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> I got someone texting me saying, "Nope, you're not." Blah blah blah. You're unimportant. You're gonna pay. Was another one. Um. Uh. Hello, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's Basil. I'd really talk, like to talk if possible, please. I'd like to handle things between us as people and former friends before anything else. And they were like, before anything else, like what, suing me? I've contacted my lawyer and have not advised to speak to you because you're threatening legal action. I told the truth about you and you wrote a post lying about me. Uh, okay. Um, Yeah, then there was one guy named uh, Tristan who wrote that my show was over and that they had no idea what I was doing. At that point, they hadn't, th these are my producers for my show. They, they hadn't asked me if I'd done anything. They hadn't verified whether I'd done anything. Um, they had just, just decided to, to stop my show because yeah, they... Yeah, because they need to, because the, the trouble is, is like maybe... This is going to sound like I'm sympathizing with them. I'm not. I'm just sort of trying to look at the situation yeah. as objectively as possible. It's like, because these people, like these executives, these producers, directors, these people, when, when, in, whenever this kicks off in the entertainment industry, they know that they're not going to be able to distribute what actually happened at the same speed that the story right. has already spread. And they need to, if, if they have any hope, they need to outpace. It's the only thing like to, tie all the way back around to Tate again it's the only advantage that he's right. got is he can keep up with the the wildfire of of um 
we don't know what's true at this point. We don't know whether he's guilty, but let's just say that for the sake of, I don't know, being consistent. But it's like he can at least keep pace with the spread of one (laughs) story with his story. Right, right. And I couldn't. It was the first right. time I, someone someone had ever done that to me. No one but, can. The very very few people can. Yeah. Because it's I, like like that that guy, whether it was calculated or whether it was accidental or whether it was somewhere in between, which is probably where the truth lies, he took over TikTok without having an account. Right. Like so, yeah. That those those things are still circulating, and that yeah. that's what's keeping him in the clear for the for the moment and yeah on a personal note long may that continue i mean and here's the thing so you know just to to i mean when, when it comes to my story uh yeah when when my team didn't when my team um heard of this fiasco i wasn't really given any opportunity to defend myself right like a, a vague accusation was enough for them to throw me under the bus, right? And um and, and and by the way, when I found out that these claims weren't true, um no one none of them uh apologized. None of them apologized to me. Right. Um, maybe it's because they know. Maybe it's because they already knew being on the other side of it that apologies do nothing. What yeah, well, I would have done something. One of them did. That meant a lot of me. A lot to me. Uh, but it was tr- it was pretty traumatic, actually. Um, yeah, because because like, and this is something where our experiences, despite the stakes being vastly different, do align. Which is, if you're in any way uh, introspective or or self aware, um, and interesting, I'm thinking of the letter that my friend, who no longer considers himself such, wrote me seeing as you're talking about the letter as well or letters that you received one of the things that he said in it was i say letter email Mm-mm. but one of the things that he said in it was if you've got any shred of self-awareness um this you'll find this letter revolting and he was right i did find it revolting because it was so many character assassinating points about how terrible a person i am that yeah of course because immediately you go like wow i must have really done something for you to come at me like this, like, wow, fuck, what if I am in the wrong? What if I did do something? And then you let it marinate and you sit there and you sit there and you go like, I actually, no, I just, I, I, I remained truthful to the best of my ability and the best of my knowledge. I said what I believe to be true. And no, I'm not going to apologize for that. So, Yeah. I don't think these people are normal. I mean, one girl said that I was scrolled through her phone. This is Rebecca O'Neill. The the funny thing is Rebecca O'Neill, Rebecca was on, um, she did one little thing for Comedy Central and was on Two Dope Queens, which was a popular comedy show. Um, So she's still gaining popularity. Um, She's very funny. She's not a good person, you know? Right. Um. And it sucks because I, I kind of, I really admired her. Um, and yeah, I, it, it really, it really changed me, man. 
especially the, the when the death when people started texting me that means my number was being handed out and people started texting me to right. kill myself and mm-hmm. you know um yeah you know, the, the other night the other interesting thing was people kept saying that i was going to play the victim which is very clever clever like jedi level uh manipulation right because what that but i wouldn't was, even say who the victims were no, I was going to play the victim once this happened. No, no, to but me. what I'm saying, yeah, they're leveling that at you. But like, were and you don't have to say names, but like, were I'll say names? Yeah, was there was no were one. these people making these making these accusations about your conduct um, towards women? Did they name anybody? Did they name the women that you'd been? That's you know what's funny. Rude. There's a guy guy named Ricky Gonzalez. Shout out to Ricky if you you know still doing comedy. He's a friend of Derek's. He run. He helps run the Lincoln Lodge. Uh, he, I, he, he was talking to Sarah. The fuck? What was her name? Sarah? Is it Sarah Sherman? I think it's Sarah Sherman. So Sarah Sherman um, is now on SNL, and Sarah didn't want me on stage, right, to do a show. Um. And he, he, I remember I saw him from far away shouting at her. What did he do? Who, who did he do? What did he do to anyone? What did he do? Right. And Sarah just sat there like with her mouth open. And it was like, okay, then he's, he's on my fucking show. And that was really interesting to me. Cause of that, cause you know, it, it was, it's a kangaroo court. It's exactly what it's what we talked about for most of this episode. Is it's like it's 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 trial by consensus, right? Which is not how justice is ever to be enacted. Even if they're right, that is still not how you enact justice. What was weird is that there there were there were a couple of like Rebecca's black, like that 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 these black people were blind to the racial politics behind false accusation and exaggeration is in itself sort of like, like a testament to their instability. Like that nuance understanding. Also, this is this is around the same time as the 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 Ryan Lockerty stuff, right? Well, who's Ryan? Remind me who Ryan Lockerty is? I think I'm getting that name right. The swimmer who was accused of sexual assault. Yes, 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 yes. But then the whole, but the whole press, the, the whole story was that he was white, so he was going to get away with it. Yeah. I mean, the irony yet, is... Go on, go on. No, I was going to say, and yet at a similar time, we've got coming at a black guy, not like you say, not having any consideration for the optics of how that looks with the current lens at that time of, of um, yeah, racial politics. Well, what's in, like, it's just interesting, right? Like, there's a nuanced understanding. It's yeah, certainly interesting, yes. It's, it, I thought there was a nuanced understanding of all things that comes with being black that, according to their system of rules, should come into play, right? And, oh, and this is something that you and I have spoken about at length, that may, and maybe we know it now, is like their, their system of rules, Subjective. by they, we are now just yeah. speaking about anyone who can fall under the, fall into the, the, the group yeah. woke, yeah, is the one of the hallmarks of this woke movement. This this right. avenue of the culture is that the right. rules keep changing. 
so that you can never get a grip. And that's you, the point. That, so you don't ever know what the rules are. No. But it's weird because it's like if you just lie about things like this or like if you're according to your rules, falsely employing something like this, like feminism as a tool to exploit another person's suffering in pursuit of a personal vendetta is the exact sort of action that reinforces the existing so-called patriarchal power structures that you're concerned about. And it's instances like this that allow those in support of the status quo who you, whom you hate to say, look, they're liars. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not so even, you, it yeah, doesn't even help you. Yeah. You're literally, you, you are undermining your own credibility because you are so, you are in such a privileged position that you think you can get away with it. Like that, that right. to me is the crux of it. You, you, yeah, the only reason you would lie about this is because you, you knew you could, that you yeah. yourself are untouchable. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing, man. Like it, it really changed me as a human being. I was suicidal because I'd right. finally found the thing that I'd love to do. And I thought I'm going to do this. I don't know if you ever had a moment in your life where you're like, Oh, this is what I'm good at. This is what I can do. And then I can another moment, and then yeah. another moment in your life where you go like, "What would it be like if I wasn't here?" Yeah, where things go so much the other way. Yeah, because like, I, I just I'd never received so many hateful messages from people I'd never met before right. in my life. Um, I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought, um, I thought people didn't act like this, man. I thought. Uh, no, you, it's one of those, it's a bit like, I don't know, it's a bit like somebody getting, maybe that's a bit, a bit too extreme an analogy, but like somebody getting murdered where you think, you think, oh, it's not going to happen to me though. I'm going to read about it. I'm going to hear about it, but it's never going to be me. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's like, yeah. like It's so say, uninspired it's like, and politically tone deaf to like, in, at this point in American history to accuse a black dude of something they didn't do. It's like, be creative, you know? I don't know. Yeah, right. Accuse me of like, I don't oh, know, man. like white collar cr crime. But like, you know, the fact that Rebecca was black and this other person was my good friend and she's, you know, white. I know that none of that matters, but uh, Rebecca's being black matters a little bit to me. And uh, it's the closest I've ever come to probably wanting to end my life. And I remember driving right. from Chicago to... Um, back home to denver weeping the whole time like yeah. just 10 hours until there was another there was a really nice comic named Lindsay. forget her last name but she called me and i was just weeping she was like hey where are you and i was like i left i left the city i can't i couldn't do it anymore so they won and i and i and and i have regrets on that i wish i was stronger but at the time i was such a gentle person that guy was gone that guy is long dead. But at the time, I, you know, I really cared a lot. I really cared about people. Yeah. And uh, it changed me in a way like, like nothing else has in my life. Then the same thing happened again in Denver. And I was like, I quit comedy. I can't, I can't do this. I can't be just, you know, in my whole life, I've never been accused of any sort of misconduct ever. I didn't even, I, I had maybe had like two speeding tickets. I'd never been, I'd been suspended for school once from elementary school, right? From getting into a fight with a kid. After that spotless record. 
And yet here yeah. I was, right, being accused of things that I was like, what? That's that's not me. And uh, it's, in a, the, it's and a jarring. It's a jarring position in one's life because you you don't know where to go because it's you're in this damned if I do, damned oh, yeah. if I don't situation oh, yeah. where because you're like your instinct says deny it, but then oh, yeah. your logical brain goes that's what a guilty person would do, right? Like. It, well, that's the like, point, right? Like, it's the, the the brilliant part of my crucifixion was that if I couldn't prevent, I could, if it, you know, if if they said something like he's going to play the vic victim, I can't defend myself, right? Because if right. I'm defend myself, I'm playing the victim. It's like when, uh, you know, someone uh, and they with bad, the I told you card. Yeah, when someone like if like a, a, a like a overly forceful cop was like, beating you up and said. You're resisting arrest, and you're like, "Wait, what?" And they just start beating you even harder. It's like, yeah. it's yeah. like, what? He's an abuser, harasser. What? No, I'm not. He's denying it. He's resisting it. Yeah. Kill the witch, right? Like, that's that's what it was. So, yeah, it changed who I was, man, forever. It's why I don't really care about artists very, very much. So I don't care about people very much. It's also why my political leanings have shifted so much for a while i went like almost far it's, right no, that, that, but that's not true because you do care about people i think it it because mm. i've witnessed this but no you do it has changed your uh barometer let's say so it's like it's it's and it's probably made you more skeptical and then the bit that i think you probably mean is it's made you more cynical because that is certainly that that's certainly something that happens to anyone when they've been kind of ostracized and cut out on that level is you especially because you th you think thought that these people were acting with integrity the entire time and that's that's what happens to lots of people you know because that's that's certainly something that I can call from personally is is you think that they're acting with integrity and then when they don't you then get you you can grow very cynical and go like, well, nobody's acting with integrity then because I thought this guy was and he turned out to, to pull the rug. So what's stopping mm. anyone else? And that, that's the bit where it can become quite, quite cynical. This, I don't know how to end this episode. <laughs> well, we can, we can, I, I got it. Don't, don't worry. But okay. I, th I, I think this is honestly what's, the reason why I bring all of this is honestly because I'm very glad you did. By the way, I want that said. I, I'm very, oh. I really appreciate you you telling this story because I think it's, I think it's important. Um, I I hope I like to believe that this is one that our viewership will revisit when we have more uh, accumulated more of a following because this is a like an origin <laughs> story almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it's important. I think it's very important. Well, so, so I tell this for two reasons, and you have your own story, and I think you need to share it sometime as well. But um, you know, unless you want to share it now, which I'm also okay with, but we can do another episode as well. Yeah, but, let's do. We'll do another episode. I think we should try and keep this one under two hours. That would be yeah. good. Yeah, good yeah. For this, what I'll say, what I'll say, what I'll say is this: um, people hate Andrew Tate. The reason why they hate Andrew Tate 
is for a myriad of reasons. But the reason why everyone likes Andrew Tate is for the same reason, which is... Wow, yes. <laughs> they are interested in the truth being said, even if it is hyperbolic. We've reached an age... What is it? C.S. Lewis says this. The tr saying that speaking the truth is an act of courage. The first step required to speak truth is courage, right? Tate says things that everyone else thinks, not all the time, right? Uh, you know, the hopping from plane to plane with girls, you know, maybe that's, there's, there's, there's debate there, but the, hey, um, the degradation and sort of uh, the promiscuity of society at large, especially particularly in women, has hurt society. This was once accepted as a universal truth. And the mere act of him stepping out of line, quote unquote, to say that is an act of heroism, which is why so many young kids look up to him because he's saying things that not only were just true moments ago in human history, but also everyone else is too afraid to say. Right. That alone, no matter how ridiculous you are, right? Like even if you get become too, in some ways, being ridiculous almost enhances it to a point, right? There's a, there's a point of diminishing return, I think, when it comes to that sort of level of truth. But that said, it, it actually lends to his, his heroism or his being seen as a hero because he's just saying what a lot of kids are probably thinking. And, and they're not all, and as opposed to what people say about him, it's not all chauvinist nonsense, right? That's this. It's all evil thoughts about how women should behave. No, no, no. You're focusing on the wrong thing. The people who like him have parts of him. Usually, have parts that they disagree with him. But more importantly, right? Focus no, on. There, you've nailed it. You've nailed yeah. it. They, they, the people who like him don't nest. Do not necessarily like all of him. But they love the parts that are real. Yeah. But they, they recognize that, that, yeah, because what they like is, and this is why I'm trying to choose my words carefully. This is why I say, says what he believes to be true. Correct. Because it's not. It's Another not act of courage. Right. Right. Because, because you're going to fall off that cliff point. eventually when you say that right. what you believe in. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and this is the point, right? Is like he's saying what he believes to be true. So that means that, and that's where your point about, and that's a very poignant way of putting it that people who don't like him there's a myriad of reasons people right. who do like him it's one and it's because he says what he believes to be true correct because they then make up their own mind correct because the, the, the myriad of reasons are put out by various publications and then people listen to this and or read it and go great okay that's that's yeah. that reason. I'll, I'll adopt that reason and put that reason on me. Right. And this is why now I don't like Andrew Tate. Right. And Whereas the ones who do. Go yeah. On. Go on. Go on. Finish. The ones who do. The reason is more nuanced. Or no. Well, the the the, the meta reason is the same. Right. But then within that meta reason, they have their differences. It might be because they like that he is funny, which he is. It he might is. be because they like that he's successful in business. It might be because they like that he 
is hyper masculine. They, you know, sure. the, the list goes on. Sure. But the meta reason is the same. It's the truth. And until people, this is the thing that bothers me, with especially with people who've had the things that have happened to me and the thing people like you who've had things happen to you, mm -hmm. to them, until you give a suitable replacement or alternative to An Andrew Tate, you're not going to stop him. And if what, you do you stop want? him, and if you do stop him, a bigger and grander monster is coming. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So choose your fate. Bring a, a healthy form of masculinity and support it. Or good luck, because the next few years are going to be rough. Sleep tight. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Raisin Bread Talk. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to share it with somebody. Leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it on your favorite podcast directory. Find us on YouTube, Raisin Bread Talk. Find us on Twitter, at Raisin Bread Talk. Same on Instagram. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.